Hi there, my name is Pamela and I breed British Shorthair Cats in Perth, Western Australia. I've been breeding and exhibiting my cats since 2004 and I'm even a cat show judge. I'm passionate about the cat fancy and I want to share my knowledge and experiences with you so that you can enjoy your hobby as much as I do. That thought I'd talk about something that's a little bit interesting and it's an issue that came up in my new cat breeders club. One of my members, well I have a couple of members now that are breeding sphinx and one of my members had um, sphinx kittens born and everybody else was asking her what colours do you think they're going to be but of course when sphinx are born they're well they're just little pink little mice looking things. They don't have a lot of indication on them about anything that they're going to grow up to be. Um, even adult sphinx, it's very hard to tell what they are often by what they actually look like. Um, and DNA is definitely the sphinx breeder's best friend. Uh, but these kittens came out and she said that they could have points because the dad was a blue and the mum was a chocolate torty, but both cats actually carry the colour point gene. So she could have colour point kittens in there. And one of the things that was really interesting was that we started a discussion about what that means when you have kittens that are colour points. And it's it's really interesting. And a lot of people, I mean, people that breed ragdolls know this 100% um, pretty much right from when they start breeding. But when you breed other breeds that colour point is sort of floating around in the background, you might not realise what you have when it's born because it doesn't come out exactly how it's going to end up. And, you know, like I remember seeing friends' litters of ragdolls. My friend Kirsty breeds ragdolls and she's had beautiful ragdolls for her. She's been breeding longer than me. And every time she has these beautiful kittens, one of the things is that she has torties. And her torties will give her reds and creams. And it's really hard sometimes to tell the difference because as they grow, it's really hard to tell the colour until they're a bit older. And I know as registrar for my association that this is a thing because often we'll have people say, um, I'm registering this kitten, but I'm pretty sure it might change from red to cream or cream to red. Um, it's a colour point. Uh, can we just, can I change it after the after it's registered if that's the case? And that's fine. Uh, because it's really hard to tell. And one of the things that people don't understand is why this happens. So when colour points are born, they look white. They look like a white. And I have had people say to me, oh, look, I've got a white kitten in there. But the thing about white is you can't have white unless you've got a white parent. White is a dominant thing. You have to have one to be one. And white is all over white, yes, but there's often like a little dot of colour on the head where the neural crest is. So there's a little bit of colour there that goes away as the kitten grows. Colour points are born completely white. And the reason for this is because the colour point gene is based around temperature. It all comes down to temperature. And colour points, um, when they're little babies and they're in the womb and they're just about to be born, they will have some fur covering, not in the case of the sphinx, obviously, but in the case of the other kittens, they, they do develop their coat, um, starts to grow in the womb and it grows and that's all good. But the funny thing about being a kitten in a womb is that you're all one temperature. You're your mum's temperature. You're fully enclosed by your mum and so you are her body temperature. And that means these kittens all over their body is the same, is exposed to the same temperature. 
So they don't have that thing where they develop different colors based on the extremities because those extremities are just as warm as their belly, basically. And then they're born. And when they're born, they come out pretty much white. Um, you might have some indicators based on nose leather and foot um, and their feet, what's happening there. But they come out really white and it's really hard to tell what they're going to be at that point. You can tell maybe the dark ones like the seals from a, a really pale one like a lilac maybe. But the really pale ones when they come out they're really hard to tell. And what then happens is the kitten is there and the hair that is there is still that white but then the hair starts to grow and as the hair is growing it's growing based on the color of the hair is growing based on the temperature that the kitten is then. So the kitten will then be exposed to the elements. The kitten will be exposed. You'll keep them nice and warm, but the kitten will be exposed to um, having a tail that is colder than its chest. It will be exposed to having ears that are colder than its back, basically. Um, little feet that will be colder than their belly. And so those areas of the kitten will develop darker colouring and the warmer areas will stay the regular, they'll, they'll stay the paler, the paler colour. And they'll colour up as they grow and it's as their hair is growing. The hair that's already there that they had in the womb doesn't change because it doesn't have the pigment in it. It's not like that bit of hair changes. The hair that's changing is the hair that's growing on the kitten. And that's why it takes a little while to come in. And once it comes in, then you can tell what color they are. And an interesting thing as well is when uh, Ragdoll, my friend, again, Kirsty, who breeds Ragdolls, I, for a while there, had a vet that preferred to do a side spay on my kittens, which means that when they were desexed, they would shave a little patch off the side of the kitten and then they would do the desexing operation. And it was, it was fine, except that every now and again, you'd have a vet nurse that would be a little bit crazy with the clippers or perhaps use the bigger clippers instead of the smaller ones. And half the cat's fur on the side was just missing. And my friend who, who breeds ragdolls saw this and I remember her saying to me, oh, we could never do that with the ragdolls. And the reason is because if you shave them off on the side, well, when you shave them off on the belly, this this would be a thing as well but if you shave them off on the side what happens is that particular patch of fur um, becomes that particular patch of skin becomes colder because there's no hair there so it's colder than that bit of skin that's next to it on the side of the cat and that hair then grows back with that colder skin conditions and it grows back darker it grows back the same color as the ears and you have a little dark patch on the side of the kitten and it stays there until those hairs fall out. And when those hairs fall out and get replaced by new hairs, then the kitten goes back to being the all over pale color on its side again. So uh, color point breeders don't do side space. <laughs> and you can tell if they've had some sort of hair removed. Um, this can also happen maybe with a really big knot that gets removed or it could happen with um, where you put the flea treatment on and there might be a patch of fur missing there. When it grows back, if the skin is bare, it's colder. So those follicles are going to put down um, pigmentation. 
when they're initially growing back that hair. So that's another little quirk about colour points. But the kittens, when they come out, the reason that they come out completely um, pale is because they've just been um, in the womb and they're coming out when they've been mum's body temperature. So those extremities, like their ears, their tails, their legs, haven't been exposed to a colder temperature to the rest of their body. So that is the deal with colour point kittens when they're born. It's a really interesting thing and we'd had a little chat about it in the New Cat Breeders Club because we do have, we have some Sphinx breeders. We actually have quite a few ragdoll breeders, a lot of British breeders. We also have um, Burmese breeders, Siamese and Oriental breeders, several Maine Coon breeders, all sorts of breeds. I think there's many more than that. Um, Scottish breeders, all sorts. Uh, we have lots of breeds and lots of people from around the world as well. So the breeders that were, were talking last night, they were talking while I was asleep because they were in the um, Northern Hemisphere and I'm in the Southern Hemisphere. So we have people from around the world and the breeders were helping each other with advice and just saying, you know, a lot of encouragement as well and just being there as somebody that they can talk to when they have questions, but also someone just to give them support when things are going wrong, um, give them, you know, cheer them on when things are going right it's been really amazing so if you are a new breeder i really recommend you go over to my website and have a look at what's in the new cat breeders club because it's something that i'm really passionate about i'm really excited about and people are getting a lot of benefit from it it's on my website my website is www.catbreedingforbeginners.com and if you click on the top there's a there's a link that says club there's a couple of links on the page as well if you go to the area that says club it'll tell you all about about what's included and um, you can join up from there and we would love to have you join us because we have quite a few members at the moment and it does get a little bit chatty in there which is fantastic but we always want new people to join as well and we can help you with any kinds of breeds um, no matter where you are um, we'd really love to have you there so that we can help you too because new breeders it's really hard to find um, advice it's hard to get a mentor it's hard to get uh, people that are like-minded and it's also hard to find a judgment-free zone and it is a hundred percent a judgment-free zone I promise you that okay so I'd love to see you there but that's a little bit about color point kittens um, and I hope you found it interesting bye Thanks for listening to the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. Make sure you visit my website at catbreedingforbeginners.com for lots more information. You can sign up to my email list and stay tuned as my Cat Breeding 101 online course is coming soon.